Welcome to the Ogletree Deacons podcast, a brief discussion of compelling legal issues and practical insights. Please note that the information in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be, nor should it be construed as legal advice. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or through your favorite podcast service. Please consider rating and reviewing so that we may continue to provide the content that covers your needs. Please enjoy the program. Welcome to the Oregon Employment Law Series podcast. I'm Florence Mao, an attorney in Ogletree Deacon's Portland, Oregon office. Joining me today is another attorney from our office, Paul Cerner. Uh, Paul and I focus our practice on representing both public and private employers in employment litigation and advice and counsel. Today, we're going to talk about employee leave for children's school closures. Since Oregon schools have reopened in September, we've seen many school closures and quarantine orders for students to stay home due to potential exposure to COVID-19. And working parents and employers continue to face challenges to balance childcare and work at the same time. And employers might be wondering uh, what sort of employee leave is available for parents who have to stay home to take care of a child who is sick or who is facing a quarantine order. So, Paul, if an employee suddenly finds out that their child's school or place of care is closed due to COVID-19 or that the child has to quarantine at home due to potential exposure, can they use sick leave to cover this absence? Yes, Oregon sick leave allows employees to use accrued sick leave to care for their child if the child is sick due to COVID-19 or if the child's school or place of care is closed by order of a public health official. Um, That's only during a period of a public health emergency. Right now, our public health emergency related to COVID-19 expires on December 31st, 2021. So employers should keep an eye on whether Governor Brown extends that public health emergency to see what's going to take place during the next school year, if that leave is still available or not. Great. And are there any other types of protected leave available in these circumstances? Yes, there are. Oregon employees who are eligible for leave under the Oregon Family Leave Act are also entitled to use available sick child leave to care for their child who requires home care due to illness from COVID-19 or if the child's school or place of care is closed in connection with COVID-19 under the order of a public health official. OFLA leave is unpaid unless an employee elects to use other available paid leave. The amount of OFLA leave available is usually 12 weeks per leave year, but there are some special circumstances that may allow an employee to use more than 12 weeks. Okay, and just for our listeners to know, uh, throughout this podcast, we're going to be referring to the Oregon Family Leave Act as OFLA and the Family Medical Leave Act as FEMLA and Oregon Sick Leave as just protected sick leave. And so how do the rules define a child care provider or a place of care? Yeah, so for purposes of uh, sick child leave under OFLA, the Oregon Bureau of Labor and Industries has broadly defined child care provider and place of care to include daycare facilities, preschools, before and after school care programs, schools, uh, summer camps, and even individuals who are paid to provide uh, child care, such as babysitters and au pairs. And they've even gone so far as to extend that a bit further to include people who include who provide child care at no cost on a regular basis. So that could even in- include grandparents who would typically watch kids. BOLI, the Oregon Bureau of Labor and Industries, has also defined a closure pretty broadly to include ongoing or intermittent closures, 
So that's even if there's a hybrid learning model where kids are at school for part of the week and then um, home remotely for the other half of the week. Basically, anything that uh, restricts physical access to school or a place of care is considered a closure under the rules. Boley has further posted informal guidance on its website, suggesting that OFLA leave may also be available if the child is under a quarantine order or has been advised by a healthcare provider to self-isolate or self-quarantine. And we saw that in the news back in September, where some children at a high school could have been exposed to COVID-19 and they were told to quarantine just to be sure. Um, So those are the kinds of things that Boley would consider a closure under the rules. The Oregon sick leave law um, is different from OFLA, and that law doesn't have any specific rules defining closure or place of care. But the definitions that I just explained related to OFLA are good indicators of how Boley may rule on uh, Oregon sick leave decisions. Which employers and employees in Oregon are covered by this Oregon sick leave and OFLA? So all Oregon employees, including full-time, part-time, and temporary employees, are eligible for Oregon sick leave and can use it for childcare reasons related to COVID-19. Oregon sick leave is paid if the employer has 10 or more employees anywhere in Oregon or six or more employees anywhere in Oregon if it has a location within the city of Portland. Otherwise, Oregon sick leave is protected, but it's unpaid. Under Oregon sick leave law, employees must be front-loaded or begin accruing Oregon sick leave at the start of employment. But employers can limit them from using the sick leave until the 91st day of employment. On the other hand, OFLA only applies to employers that have 25 or more employees in Oregon. For each working day during each of 20 or more calendar work weeks in the year in which the leave is to be taken, or in the year immediately preceding the year in which the leave is to be taken. In addition, employees must meet certain eligibility requirements to take OFLA leave. Under current law, they must have worked for the employer for at least 180 days before the leave and work an average of at least 25 hours per week during the preceding 180 days. There are some exceptions to that uh, time limit I just spoke about for parental leave for the birth, adoption, or foster placement of a child. And what about uh, FEMLA leave under federal law? Does that also apply to childcare-related absences due to COVID-19? Uh, so one thing I want to start out with here is that OFLA is different from FEMLA in the eligibility requirements and how these laws work. So, for example, FEMLA only applies to employees who work at a location with at least 50 employees in a 75-mile radius. And the employees must have been employed for 12 months and worked at least 1,250 hours during the preceding 12 months. So it is possible that an employee could be eligible for OFLA, but not yet eligible for FEMLA. And it's important for employers to consider what are the different eligibility requirements and who's subject to the federal law versus the state law. Uh, Going back to your question about whether this leave is available under FEMLA for child uh, care closures and school closures, FEMLA does not allow employees to use leave for child care uh, or school or place of care closures due to a public health emergency like COVID-19. So if an employee is eligible for both OFLA and FEMLA, leave used to care for a child due to closure of their school or place of care will only count against OFLA entitlement, but not FEMLA. Uh, An employee could use leave to care for a child who is seriously ill with COVID-19 under both laws, though, in which case the leave could count against both of their entitlements simultaneously. 
And can the employer ask the employee for proof before granting leave due to closure of their child's school or place of care or quarantine? Under the rules at the uh, state level, employers may not require employees to provide medical verification of the need for leave for this reason. But employers can request other verification, including the name of the child who requires home care, the name of the school or child care provider that's subject to the closure order, uh, a statement from the employee that no other family member of the child is willing and able to care for the child, and a statement that special circumstances exist that require the employee to provide home care for the child during the day if the child is older than 14 years of age. Uh, employers may want to consider updating their policies to reflect these changes and training management on available leave and the type of documents that can and can't be requested. If the reason for leave is to care for a child who is seriously ill with COVID-19 and the absence is more than three days, then the normal rules for verification for medical records apply. And there are more records that you can request than if it were a different scenario. So Flo, we've talked a, a bit about the different state leave laws and how they apply in terms of uh, child care and school closures. Let's get into a little bit more detail on these leave laws. Can employees take OFLA or Oregon sick leave in small increments and intermittently to care for a child whose school or place of care has closed? Um, yes. Uh, employees who are eligible for OFLA can take intermittent leave to care for a sick child or a child in quarantine. Those increments can be in weeks, days, or hours. Employers might consider how to track OFLA sick, sick child leave if an employee has already used FEMLA or OFLA leave during the applicable 12-month period. So, for example, an employee who has used 11 weeks of FEMLA OFLA leave for their own serious health condition, but later has to take one week of OFLA sick child leave uh, within the 12-month period, then that one week does not count against the 12-week entitlement of FEMLA, only OFLA. So this employee would still have one week left uh, in, in FEMLA leave. So if they haven't done so already, um, employers may consider creating a system for tracking the different types of sick leave and family medical leave um, that is covered under FEMLA, OFLA, and Oregon sick leave. Uh, Bully has a very helpful template to help employers get started on that process. And for sick time, uh, sick time can be used in hourly increments. And employers uh, do have the option of asserting an undue hardship exception to require employees to use sick time in increments of up to four hours. And undue hardship relates to business operations like lack of staffing to take an employee's place during leave. And other requirements when claiming undue hardship include providing written notice to employees about this policy. And employers must also provide 56 hours of paid sick leave, which is more than the normal 40 hours of paid sick leave uh, under Oregon sick leave law. And Bully has a sample notice to employees on its website that employers can use um, if they believe that a undue hardship applies. So if an employee has exhausted their OFLA and Oregon sick leave entitlements, does an employer need to provide any additional leave due to a school closure? Uh, generally, no, unless their policies provide for additional leave. However, there's two exceptions allowing employees to use more than 12 weeks of OFLA that may apply. Uh, first, employees can take an additional 12 weeks of OFLA leave for their own pregnancy or childbirth-related illnesses, injuries, or conditions that disable them from performing any available job duties offered by the employer. And this is referred to as the pregnancy disability leave. 
So they may still have OFLA leave available for sick child or other purposes under OFLA if they first use leave for pregnancy disability leave purposes. Second, if an employee already used the full 12 weeks of OFLA leave for parental leave reasons, such as childbirth or placement or adoption of a new child, they may use up to an additional 12 weeks of OFLA for sick child leave purposes. But unless one of those exceptions apply, there's no obligation under Oregon law to allow additional leave for COVID-related closures of a child's school or a place of care. However, keep in mind, even if neither the law nor company policy provide more leave for those reasons, employers can still choose to offer unpaid leave, adjust the schedule, or allow the worker to work remotely. And remember that the law prohibits employers from retaliating against an employee for asking about or taking OFLA or protected sick leave. Depends on the situation, but employers might consider the risks and benefits of providing additional leave or other accommodations in these scenarios. Thank you, Flo. And just one last question. What are some other uh, emergency situations where employees can use the leave laws we've been talking about other than the COVID-19 pandemic? Yeah, so uh, in the last couple of years here in Oregon, we've had a pretty severe fire season and, and experienced some extreme weather conditions. And so in response to that, uh, right now, there is a temporary agency regulation that's been issued in response to these extreme weather conditions, and they allow employees to use sick leave for evacuation, air quality index, and or heat index orders. And if an employee's home is subject to a level two or three evacuation order, then they can use any available protected sick leave that they've accrued to cover any absences because of that evacuation order. An employee can use available protected sick leave when a national, state, county, or local public official has determined that the air quality or heat indexes at either the employee's work location or home are at a level where continued exposure to such levels would jeopardize the employee's health. If the air quality or heat indexes causes an employee to feel sick for any reason, the employee can also use protected sick leave regardless of whether the public official has made a determination. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. We hope that the information we've given you is helpful. Um, and, you know, please consider these laws as you evaluate any leave requests. Take a look at the Bully website for any helpful information or templates that might be useful to you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Ogletree Deacons podcast. You can subscribe to our podcasts on Apple Podcasts or through your favorite podcast service. Please consider rating and reviewing so that we may continue to provide the content that covers your needs. And remember, the information in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as legal advice.